Hello and welcome to the Sparkle Hour, a fun and feisty podcast for empowered women and woke menfolk. Join us as we pull back the veil to reveal how we are taking control of our life stories and creating a movement of positive change. I'm Michelle Lewis. And I'm Nicole Lewis-Kieber. And if you're ready to feel, laugh, and heal, this podcast is for you. Oh my goodness. Happy, happy day. Hello, Miss <laughs> Nicole. Hey there, how are you? I, you know, and I'm pretty good, but I have to give like a little shout out to the, the elements around me today, also known as a warning to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Heads up, y'all. We have a phenomenon here in Southern California known as the Santa Ana winds, and they're ridiculous and they kick up just out of nowhere. And it's kind of like, if a whole bunch of demons from the underworld got together and lit their farts on fire. <laughs> it's so stupid. That is stupid. It's so stupid. So, oh so heads up, you might hear some crazy wind sounds happening outside. There's absolutely nothing I can do about it other than just kind of laugh at it. Yeah. So bear with us as there may be some uh, sound issues, but that's what we do. We just get up. We show up, we do the thing no matter what, right? Just roll with it. If we can deal with cats and chickens and, you know, lawnmowers, the limbs are nothing. <laughs> and tiny dogs. Oh, God. That's the new thing. My neighbor now has a dog. Well, I shut up. Oh, God. We're going to have to get one of those boxes. When we were at, I'm, think, I'm moving off the topic, but when we were at podcast movement, they had these boxes where you could record like in a box. <laughs> yes. It's like this yeah. portable closet sort of thing. I'm so excited yeah. for that. So I'm thinking we need to get one of those. So we actually have a guest here who's, who is politely waiting for us to, talk, to stop yapping about silly things. I'm so excited because we have Elaine Wellman with us today. And this is going to, you guys are going to about to have your minds blown. So check mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes. everybody. Great to be here. Yeah. So welcome, Elaine. I'm going to read Elaine's bio because it is worthy of a nice pause. Okay. So Elaine Wellman is an experienced collaborator and event retreat planner and coach with more than 20 years of experience in events and public relations in New York City. 10 years as a certified coach and five years in the online marketing and entrepreneurial space, which is where I met Elaine. She has planned and managed numerous boutique trade shows, speaker conferences, black tie galas, ooh, nice, store openings, receptions, and public events at landmarks including Central Park, Metropolitan Museum of Art, Sotheby's, the World Trade Center, and South Street Seaport. And she has managed PR campaigns for such leading brands as Motorola. Is it iOmega? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. iOmega. <laughs> Sunbeam. Juan Sada and others. And in the entrepreneurial arena, Elaine has worked closely with transformational coaches to bring their destination retreats abroad and in the, in the United States to life. She has also headed production for conferences and other events for the Copywriter Club, Jenny Civic Worldwide, amongst others. And she really does understand the entrepreneurial and the online marketing world, which means she isn't triggered by deep work. No, you are not or selling in the room and supportively hold space for leaders while they hold space for their clients and attendees, which is so important. And as Elaine says, I can play plan an event with my eyes closed yet through my coaching lens. And I walk in with the eye with eyes wide open to provide next level event and retreat management. And you absolutely do this for your people. 
Absolutely. It's such a beautiful cross-section of experiences and wow, you really do it so well. What made me let made made me start laughing to myself as you were reading that, Nicole, is I realized that our focus feedback and flow event that we did together back last January didn't make it into the bio, but it was a great event and a really good concept. So maybe we'll bring that back sometime. Yeah, it was a good concept and people still talk about it. Yeah. So (laughs) we we did a little event together um, and it was really fun. It was like a get, get shit done event. And some people actually really rocked out their goals from that, which was really exciting to see that. Yeah. It has been cool to see that for womankind products are now rolling out and uh, people have launched programs, articles that were on the shelf have been written and published. So it was kind of a cool event, actually. Yeah, thanks. And Elaine kept it moving, man. <laughs> She's like, next. <laughs> with with love and compassion all at the same time and kept a very warm space for everybody. Well, I don't know. Should I confess this publicly or not? I came up with the idea to for that event because I wanted to come to your uh, polka dot meeting. And I was like, well, let's do something here. Let's do this. And there we were. And we did it. And it was cool. <laughs> we love people who take opportunities and say yes to them and can, <laughs> and can say, hmm, I want to go somewhere and visit. How can I monetize this? Yeah. Or at least get it paid for, right? At least make it a deduction, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about why you do what you do and, and where are you, where's that sweet spot for you? Because I've known you for a while. So I know all your zones of genius and there are many, but I'd love to kind of hear where you're, where you're playing around now. And you know, the shifts and changes too. (laughs) I think it really boils down to connection that IRL face-to-face, skin-to-skin connection and technology is wonderful and it's bringing us together right now and it's not the same as when we are in the room together and connection has always been one of my gifts I think I'm you know I'm that person that keeps the circle of friends connected and keeps those relationships together going back to childhood back when I took like that strengths finder test or whatever, like that is one of my top skills or strengths is connection too. And that's really what we're creating when we create live events and retreats. And it's perfect for the people that have their own business, small businesses, coaches, healers, creatives, a lot of people that listen to your show, because that connection is the key to sales if we just jump right to it. That is how you build the know, like, and trust. The trust being the most important really in those three things that lead to sales. And when you are face-to-face with your ideal prospects and your current clients and you create a great experience for them, you are going to definitely deepen your relationship. And I, I experience that of you. I mean, you're the one that's, you know, always sending out the event and saying, hey, who wants to go to this? And, you know, who wants to get in, you know, on this amazing retreat? I always appreciate it as a friend that you're, you know, always trying to connect those dots and, and pull people in for that in-person experience. You know, I've been to 
several things that you made me aware of in New York that I've trained up to go to. And it's always been an amazing experience because you're right. We need each other. Um, and we need that connection. How did you find yourself in New York and doing all this big, high-level connectivity work? How'd you get there? Well, I'm from Kentucky, y'all, so I can go there with the accent, and it does come out at times. Um, I grew up in Louisville, which I eventually started pronouncing Louisville, so people would know what I was saying. And I went to college there and I majored in communications. I started my career in public relations, like um, Nicole mentioned, uh, working, you know, on some big brands. Not all of them are so big these days, but they were back then. And PR, the PR, you know, hub really is like media hub is New York City. Going back, like I always knew that I was going to leave and go somewhere but I didn't really have a plan. And it's a fun, quick story. A friend of mine from college who was a couple years older than me moved here out of college and he was an aspiring fashion designer. And I started doing some PR support for him, like from Kentucky. And he came back and did some shows and we got along really well. And I moved to New York and moved in with one little suitcase and moved into a tiny little studio in Hell's Kitchen with him and eventually his, we moved and his boyfriend moved into who was a makeup artist. So I was like the Barbie doll. They dressed me up. They quote, beat my face, which is a makeup term. If you all don't know it for like putting on the makeup, you know, RuPaul style or whatever. <laughs> and we would swish out to the clubs and they would part the velvet ropes because we were fabulous. We thought we were so fabulous, you know, and it was really fun. Um, and it just, and that made total sense because I was in public relations and this was the place to be for that. Basically you're a badass. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> it was fun back in the day. It was definitely fun. And it's funny because once in a while, he's got all the pictures from back then and he'll text me some photo from, you know, when we're in our twenties, all done up fabulous. And I've been sharing those a little bit. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I hope that we maybe get one of those to go in our show notes. <laughs> that would be epic. That's funny. So Elaine, so you found yourself in New York, you know, out of, out of Kentucky, out of Louisville and in the big apple, which I know that people who live there don't really call it that, but whatever. It's a complete like 180 shift, right? From your environment that you came from. But you had this, if I'm picking this up correctly, like I got this burning, this like fire in your heart to go do something big and find ways to get your voice out there that maybe you didn't even realize that that was what was going on. I love this piece about how you are like the hub. You're the one that helps connect people and, and create these, these amazing spaces for people to experience transformation. And, you know, seeing how your work has evolved over the years to now really like absolutely all in embracing this idea of creating sacred space for people. Tell us more about that and, and how, how fulfilling is that for you and what sort of things are going on for you as an entrepreneur in that area? Well, well, I feel like I should bridge the gap just a little bit. So I did the PR work for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And I'm going to date myself here if I tell all the years. But then, in, then I um, landed a job that was more focused on events and really got into the events. And events were 
really fun because when you do an event, it's like there's the beginning, there's the middle, there's an end and it's over. And in public relations, it can kind of go on and on forever. And you don't have that, that tangible thing to see, you know, so that was really cool. And, um, I got certified as a coach along the way and was doing business coaching for a while and finally kind of put the events back into the mix, serving this entrepreneurial crowd that I love so much and um, added event coaching into the mix more recently too. So that just kind of like bridges that gap a little bit. But yeah, along the way, um, I had the opportunity to start working with um, a coach and helping her with her events. And then that led to doing um, retreats in Costa Rica and in Mexico and in different places in America. And that just really um, spoke to me. And, and those experiences is actually what led me to kind of go all in supporting people with events and retreats, because especially on retreat, I mean, so much can happen. You can do your deepest work with people, I believe, when you are together, when you are face to face. Yes, you can do great things on a on a Zoom call with a coach or a client and on a VIP Zoom call, but it's just still again not the same as that face to face connection and on transformational retreats there's just so much healing and downloads, ahas, revelations, discoveries, you know, that can happen. And usually, depending on the depth of the experience there, you know, that continues after you go back home, usually for a while, it takes a little while to unpack it, you know, you it's, uh, that's one tip I have for people, if you're going to events like that, retreats, or even multi day events, I'm sure you guys have experienced this, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, I'm in, the next day, I'm going to be back with a full schedule. And if you after you do that a few times, you realize, oh, crap, I need to give myself some space here to, you know, get home and give just give yourself a free day. It's great if you can book an extra day at the place where you are maybe to chill out a day after these types of events are over um, to, to give yourself that reintegration time. And then if you're on a transformational retreat, especially that is going to, that what is unfolding for you likely will continue to ripple out and unfold over days, weeks, could be longer, depending on Mm. what you're doing. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. We have a variety of listeners and not all of them own businesses, Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of them are into personal development and seeking transformation. and are probably for the first time considering a retreat, you know, maybe. And I'll honestly say to you, I've really never been on a retreat, which might blow your mind. I've been to intensives that were business directed. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been on vacations. I've done things, but I've never really been on a retreat, a transformational retreat, a healing retreat. I've never done that. My curiosity about it is that, I hear what you're saying is possible, but can you tell a story of something that you saw that just changed everything for someone's life? Like that's a big ask, but why don't I give you like a couple of examples of what a retreat could, could look like. And this is also important. So this is good for 
people that are interested in attending, they're like, oh, what is that? And also there's a lot of people that want to hold retreats, I think, but they haven't been on one yet. And for those people, I do recommend that you go on a retreat, even if it's like two days, you know, go on a retreat before you host your own. It's just going to really help you understand, you know, a lot. There are retreats for any and every topic you can imagine. You know, I happen to work with people that are focused on healing and transformation and business coaching that can all be mixed into one retreat. And I take my own advice. I've attended many retreats too, but I'll give you an example. Actually, I'm working on a retreat for a client right now. We are incorporating her experience in the lingerie industry and coaching deep healing work Mm. with a retreat to Paris. Okay. So we will have some shopping excursions included and Mm. some deep personal work included. And so that's like an example of something different maybe than what somebody might, you know, or it could be a cooking retreat where you are learning to cook, but what really makes it a retreat and not everybody does this, but to me, is a retreat has built-in downtime. It's not a tour. So if you go on a tour of Paris, you are running around and seeing everything and it can be totally fun. And then you're just tired and that's what you signed up for and that's what you did. But a retreat is going to include space. It's going to include downtime. It's going to include, it could include pampering which could look like a spa treatment or could look like sitting at the pool, reading a book, you know, which you don't have time to do in your normal life, maybe. Um, And if you're doing deep inner work, you know, that is really important too, to just let that processing start to happen. You know, it does typically include some element of like some adventure excursion, perhaps. I mean, if it's a short, weekend retreat and you're at a lake, you know, you might not ever leave the property. But if you are somewhere kind of exotic and there's things, cool things to go out and do, then you go out and do those. I mean, I'm going to Tulum in a couple of weeks and we will probably have, we're still finishing everything up, but you know, there's ruins nearby. So that could be an excursion. There's a cenote, which is like a clear water pool in a cave that are very popular there. That could be an excursion. And otherwise we're going to probably stay on the property which on the beach. You know, we have the water there. We have the sand there. We will have sessions where we're talking about our businesses. We'll have sessions where we're talking about inner work and then we'll have downtime too. So hopefully that helps a little bit with what a retreat can look like. They can go really, really deep. I mean, I've been on a couple of retreats with shamans that I could talk about for days, all the stuff that happened there if I, if I went there, but they, you know, they don't have to be transformational either. Like I said, it could be a cooking, a French cooking or a Mexican cooking or whatever, and you're learning to cook and you're having fun and you're doing it with a group of people that are there learning about the same thing for the same reason. And then you're also doing some fun stuff and you have some downtime to kind of chill. Fantastic. So I actually have a lot of experience attending retreats, you know, growing up, 
you know, involved with church and whatnot, doing a lot of missionary work, um, taking people on spiritual retreats, things like that. I couldn't agree more, like how important it is to have that downtime built in. Um, we would typically use it for, you know, you know, give out some journaling prompts or whatever, and just let them go have their quiet time, whether it's an hour or whatever that space is built in, because that's where the transformation really starts to become revealed to you as the attendee. So Elaine, how do you, as a person who is kind of overseeing all of this and helping a person create a retreat, how do you experience the transformation? When you're attending and you're making sure that everything is where it's supposed to be and you're taking all of the details off that person, the leader, like as the event planner, as the person who's making sure that the leader, you know, doesn't have to think about X, Y, and Z, they can just show up and shine. Like, how does that feel for you? Like you, you dig what you do, obviously, or you wouldn't be doing it, but where do you see, where do you experience transformation, whether it's peripherally or internally? Do you, does that happen for you on the retreat before, after? For, well, sometimes it's interesting. I mean, sometimes when I am working at the retreat, I'm really just working and I'm there and I'm of course enjoying and, and I'm usually able to participate, but I'm wearing two hats. And so I'm not a hundred percent in to experiencing the transformation for myself because I'm watching the clock. I'm wondering if the food is ready. I'm wondering like, wh- I always have to be a step ahead, you know, but I do get to witness and I do get to hold space. Like you mentioned, I, I can hold space for the leader and I help hold space for the group. I witness and I am so moved when I see it happening to one of the attendees. This just happened in uh, last month. I was at a short retreat out side of Portland, Maine that I was attending with a group that I'm in. And this woman confessed that she felt like she, she felt like she didn't belong. She didn't know how to quote, do this, what we were doing. And she shared this traumatic, this huge trauma that blew me away. And I'm tearing up now thinking about it. (laughs) Special moments. Because I said to her, you're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, she thought, she thought that like we all knew how to quote, do this and show up and be vulnerable. And she didn't. And she shared this huge story. That's what it means to me. Yeah, of course. Well, there's how you experience the transformation. Hey. Right, And I I so love that you, because I think that this is one of the things that maybe for me and some other people is we sometimes we, we compare ourselves. We think, oh, I have to be that kind of person to benefit, or I, I'm not a retreat type person, or, you know, I'm not a joiner and group activities make me feel uncomfortable and all those things. And there's so much, there's so many things that we do to separate ourselves from that transformation. And so I so love that you shared that, that she showed up anyway, she said her truth and you all said, oh my God, there's nothing else required of you. You're here. And I think that's so profound. I think it's probably where the emotion comes from is because there are people out there listening who are going to pivot 
because of what you just said, because they get to, they're included. They don't have to do anything at all to benefit, to be included. There is no test you have to take. Right. (laughs) And it's so important. And I love that, that story. And I'll finish that story out. That was like a three-day retreat. And this is with a group that we've been working together in a program. So that's also something to keep in mind, both if you're interested in attending or hosting a retreat, you can do standalone retreats and you can also include them in a larger program. And this was part of a larger program, but this was the first time that we were all meeting in person and that woman found her voice in those three days. Mm-hmm. You know, we're asking like, what's an example? I mean, that she found her voice and the way she, I remember that I sat next to her at the first time we were eating and I kind of was like judging her like, cause she was very bristly. Like, and I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. what's up with her? She's not talking. This was before she admitted this, you know, mm-hmm. the, and then the, the, that was, I think the first day that she had admitted that though. And, um, and I said much of like what I just said to you guys through tears, you're doing it now, you know? And the next day her face looked completely different. Mm-hmm. And the next day it looked even more, you know, cause all of that tension and fear and anxiety that she showed up with and self doubt that she showed up with melted away during the work that we did at that retreat. Powerful. And in three days, it was three days. Yeah. So for you listening, know that transformation is possible in all different kinds of ways and that opportunities abound for you to show up in all of your shit, scared to death, freaked out. (laughs) And finally, in that connection, in that space, that sacred space where everybody is there having each other's back, this kind of like safe circle where you can actually be seen and heard and loved and valued. That's huge. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, you can't even put a price on that. Yeah. Well, and how important it is to p- have skilled, experienced people guiding you through those processes too, as well. That's important. Absolutely. Because you're vulnerable and you want to know that you are that it truly is a safe space that you're not going to go get brainwashed or something horrible happen that's going to re-traumatize you. That's real. That's a real fear. So being able to create a place like that where you know that somehow you're in safe hands. That's what you do is magic. Thank you. Thank you. And that's on, you know, the leader too. So you do want to obviously trust the person that's leading the retreat. But again, that goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning with the no like, and trust. Most people don't go on a retreat where they're traveling and, you know, spending money um, investing unless they have a, a good sense of the person that they're going on the retreat with. And you can definitely get that online and watching videos and things like that. You know, but it's, it's up to the leader to really create that that safe space. And I did want to mention too, like uh, the retreats are the fun, super juicy, you know, topic. Um, but I, I love just regular, what I call regular live events too, whether they're workshops or, you know, sometimes teachings or gatherings or circles, there's just so much value in getting together 
like that. I did also want to mention that I did forget when we were talking about the transformation, you know, everybody just needs to remember that change is messy. And we think that we go from the caterpillar to the butterfly, just like that, boom, you know, but that's not how it works. And it's messy and challenging. And that when you're in it, and the only way out is through. And the option is to just stay where you are. So, (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you want to go grow and experience change and transformation, it's going to be some challenging and messy times and it's going to all be worth it. Beautiful. It is absolutely worth it. What do you have? uh, What are you excited about right now in your business? I know that you're doing a lot of retreats and a lot of live events. I was contacting Elaine saying, um, I'm in the middle of a retreat or a, an event that's kind of going sideways. Do you do 911 event saving yeah. <laughs> services? So what are you up to right now in your business that you're excited about? Yeah, there's a couple of things. I just came out with a new free resource called the Ultimate Guide to Powerful and Profitable Live Events that people can grab and um, it's pretty meaty and doesn't include like the typical, you know, information. I I think it's really some different information in there. I'm excited about that. I added the coaching back into my business because I had, I was really, you know, switched from coaching to event manager, event planner and retreat planner And I have a couple of different things in the coaching kind of category. So I on the planner side, I have the done for you services where you hire me and I take care of all the planning. If it's a retreat, I can go and hold space and handle on site. And sometimes I, I might not go because that does add a significant amount to what the client ends up having to charge their clients to come on the event. So I can do that both ways. So that's the done for you. And then over on the coaching side, I have a course called a event planning boot camp that walks you through everything you need to know in like six weeks or so, so that you can do it yourself. And I can also do, you know, one-on-one coaching where I'm walking you through. So you can do it yourself, but you, you aren't just like, they're stuck. Like, what about this? I don't know how to do that. You know, there's a lot that you don't know. You might not know you don't know it, or you might know you don't know it. Right. So it just gives a, a level of confidence to know that an expert can look over your information, look over your contract, give you tips, you know, that kind of thing. So I've got several different ways that people can work with me on that side as well. That is so cool. Well, and I do have the nine one one call too. I do have the the, uh, the uh, a little red telephone icon on your yeah, side. Like, oh, I have the um, oh my god, did I forget anything? Event <laughs> review because I had people coming to me that were in the middle of planning their their events and they were like, I don't know, I'm not sure about this or does this look right? And I was like, well, let me do something for them. You know, that's kind of fun. I dive in and look at everything and give you recommendations. So definitely we will include 
links to your website and all of your goodness on our show notes. So be sure and check out our show notes at www.thesparklehour.com and uh, click on the links that Elaine will provide for us so that you too can figure out how to have a kick-ass event, whether it's a live event, one day, big deal, black tie gala, or, you know, a multi-day retreat, whether it's uh, in the U.S. or abroad, Elaine is your woman. She will make sure that everything goes as smoothly as humanly possible. Right. <laughs> yes. So, Elaine, thank you so much for being here with us today. This has been a, a, a powerful, enlightening really exciting chat. And, you know, of course, my mind is spinning about how we can put together amazing sparkle hour retreats for... Oh, I love it. That right? Is- oh, <laughs> God, these things are coming, you guys. They're coming. But if you guys have any questions, be sure to reach out to us either on our Facebook page, join us there at the Sparkle Hour. Join our private group, When in Doubt, Sparkle That Shit Out. And of course, remember, visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com for show notes, all the ways to reach Elaine and get on her radar because she is someone you definitely want to know. Thanks so much, you guys. It was really fun. I love you guys. You're awesome. You know that already, though. We love you. <laughs> we love you, too. Thank you. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you next time on The Sparkle Hour. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sparkle Hour. Today's episode was brought to you by Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching and the Blessings Butterfly. To learn more about the topics discussed today, please visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com. And remember, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs>